Monday afternoon, Radio 2000, our music, your memories. You're with a Glenstar, Natin Damase, and Lelom Zaka. You were here until 6 p.m. Hope you had a delicious weekend. If your team lost, if your team is called Pondo, what, what, if they lost, it's okay. Pizana, Pondo, Chiefs, we didn't even recap. But we'll recap later. We've got an interview. <clears throat> I'm just putting it out there. No, we have to discuss it. No, you discuss it. <laughs> Happy International Women's Day to all our female listeners. The day celebrates women's achievements and raises awareness about gender equality. We now unpack the recently launched Gender-Based Violence and Femicide Response Fund, which has raised $128 million to date. And we are joined on the line by Irene uh, Shenley, uh, President of the International Women's Forum of South Africa. Good afternoon to you, Irene. Good afternoon to you, Glenn, Glenn and your listeners. Uh, you are very happy. I'm, I'm happy to hear that you are happy today. I am very happy. Celebrating the woman, hey? I'm all, very all around, happy. From your mother to all the people around you, hey? Yes, and uh, my colleague, Nati. Yes? Yeah, she's also a lady. She's a woman. Oh, excellent. Yes, okay, so yes. I hope you are treating her well today. Of course, I'm and treating her very well. Today. I treat her very well. <laughs> Well taken care of. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. So, Irene, firstly tell us about the forum and how it is a voice for women's issues. Yeah, first of all, uh, thank you for the opportunity. But um, you've heard of the International Women's Forum of South Africa. And we are part of a global women's organization about uh, which is IWF a global organization which consists of about 7,000 women leaders mm. from diverse backgrounds, business, government, science, academia, women specifically achieved in their field and they're across 36 nations across all six continents. So we're part of that organization and what we are saying is that we, you know, to bring about change, you yes. have to be the voice of women leaders. You have to make things. Issues must be heard. You need to raise the issues and make people aware of their issues. And that's how we start mobilizing women and men around the issue for change, you know, because to bring about change, you have to raise the issues you know, Absolutely. and make other people aware of it. Yes. Absolutely. And we recently mm-hmm. saw the, what's that, the establishment of the GBVF response fund. How does yes. the fund aim to help those affected by GBVF? Yeah, so the first of all, the fund, as you know, it was uh, IWF uh, basically led the establishment together yes. with the government of this GBVF response fund. And that was really in response to the flight, which the plight which we know, women and children across all districts. I know most people talk about uh, provinces, and yet we have about 44 districts in our country. And all these women, they live in fear. Most women, uh, and they say if you don't get out of an abusive relationship, you'll end up dying mm. uh, as a result of the GBVF pandemic. So the fund has really been set up to support, you know, these, the, uh, the government, um, you know, civil society and government has developed what we call a national strategic plan on, the, on GBVF, which uh, looks at economics, justice, you know, uh, economic empowerment. They have about six 
broad pillars they look at in supporting women. So what the fund is there to do, which is effectively uh, driven by uh, the private sector, is to support uh, particular grassroots organizations and NGOs, you know, who attend to the needs mm-hmm. of the GBVF victims uh, to support them through a grant-making uh, process. That is really the objective, you know, is to support those organizations, but also to pull in some, and as well as filling in some gaps which exist, you know, because lots of organizations, whether it is the private sector or government, they're doing a lot of work are being done on, on gender-based violence and femicide, but there's also gaps which exist, which we, um, which the fund will be looking at supporting. Uh, one of the areas that is taking place now, I mean, we've heard, I think there was an article in the papers and everybody talked about it, about the DNA backlog, you know, and civil society is being up in arms around, you know, the delay in uh, completing the, um, the analysis of, uh, you know, you're talking victims of GBV, etc., and of violence. Um, you know, and the the fund itself are saying, you know, this could be one of those low hanging fruits. How the there's an opportunity for private sector and government to work together um, to see how they can reduce that backlog in a in a shortest and 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 deliver something in a shorter space of time, so that there could be follows up and prosecutions, for example, through the system of justice. But you need private sector and government to work together to do that so that we can... So that's one of the roles as well in which the fund will look at, uh, you know, uh, addressing mm-hmm. these issues as well. Yes, uh, this is Radio 2000, uh, the Glenzito Superdrive. It's a Monday afternoon and... Uh, yeah, we're celebrating uh, Women's Day today, and uh, we are joined on the line by Irene Chandley. She's the president of the International Women's Forum of South Africa, unpacking the recently launched Gender-Based Violence and the Femicide Response Fund, which has raised about 128 um, million rand. Uh, speaking about the money there, Irene, how is the fund structured? Is it going to be in the form of grants? Yes. So the, the so what happened? So all the private sector, the 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 fund, as uh, you know, was launched on the fourth of February. So it's just over a month old. Um, the pledges, so you know, the pledges, as you say, just over 121, 20, 28 million rand. Uh, about 103 million comes into the fund directly, and the others are rinsing, um The rest of the money specifically for programs. Um, so what is happening at the moment, the fund is um, the whole governance structure is being set up, uh, you know, uh, around the fund. The board is there. At the moment, there's about five board members. And it's, uh, the fund is led by Dr. Judy Lamini, who is the chair of the fund. And they just started the process now to, um, with a view of getting, um, obtaining board members from um, that also comes from civil society, uh, maybe labor experience in, in those areas, um, you know, to, 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 to strengthen the board as well. Um, and once they've uh, done that, there's a, a few low-hanging fruit that they're also looking at uh, implementing when it comes to gender-based violence. 
The core purpose is grant making, um, which, as I said earlier, focus on organizations, specifically grassroots organizations, um, and also and, and NGOs in urban, but in particular uh, in rural areas as well, who attend to the needs of um, GBVF uh, uh, victims. So the objective of the fund is the, the 128 million rand is obviously was to kickstart the fund. There's also going to be a, a, a major drive by the, uh, by the board of directors and people around them to also raise money from the private sector, specifically, you know, taking a sector approach, you know, like mining, um, for example, there's banking, there's retail, there's pharmaceutical. So specific sectors would be targeted so that they could raise, because as you would know and your listeners know, when you talk 128 million, that is very, very small in the bigger scheme of things. But at least I think you can expect that within the, the board is very, very passionate about this issue. They're working around the clock so that in the next six months, they should be able to, you know, to provide feedback on what some of the money has been spent on in okay. terms of organizations and where there's been a particular impact Oh, which is outcome-based, and in particular impact has been made in terms of this area. Excellent. It has to be something that is measurable. Excellent. Lastly there, Irene, um, how do organizations, individuals, access these funds? So the, what is going to happen is, um, I think once the board, the full board has been established, which I'm sure um, the process will take place until the end of, uh, of March, uh, there will be a whole process where, um, which will involve, um, you know, input from grassroots organisations and, and civil organisations, uh, civil society organisations, who's who's involved with uh, uh, disbursement processes already within the area. There will be a process, an application process, which okay, will involve. Irene. Just Pardon? hold that thought for a second. I need. A, I have a commercial break. We'll be back okay, in a sure, second. Okay. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Greg. All right. Pella Mission, we've got you covered on 94.3 FM. Feel good music. Thank you. We are back. Uh, busy chatting to Irene Chanley, President of the International Women's uh, Forum of South Africa, celebrating Women's Day, and not only that, uh, but also uh, talking about the recently launched gender-based violence and a femicide response fund. So, Irene, welcome back. We were just you were just answering my last question, which was how do organisations and and individuals access these funds? Making process. So, as I said, the board will spend the first few months they establishing obviously establishing the board, but they also be establishing at the same time different systems. They're interacting also with civil organisations and other. Um, you know, similar type of organization, foundation, uh, philanthropists, and they will then develop a very simplified system of application process, which will be both electronic and manual for, you know, community uh, mm. service organization, you know. So, um, and that will then be advertised so that people will be able to apply through electronic and manual means for grants to the fund. Um, and once that happens, the fund uh, will, the board um, of the uh, fund will ensure 
that the public is fully aware of that process. You right. know, so that um, it, and 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 because you will have cases where um, there will be organisations that are small, that may be grassroots organisations that do a lot of work for GBVS victims, etc. But you know, so there's also a process where. Um, they will have uh, social facilitators in provinces to support community-based organization in terms of their own uh, application process. So these are some of the areas the board is looking at to ensure that access to the fund is as transparent and, uh, and, uh, and as widespread as possible with particular emphasis on grassroots organizations and NGOs. Excellent, Irene. Such a pleasure chatting to you uh, on the show this afternoon. Thank you so much for joining Wonderful. us. Wonderful. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Irene Chandley, the president of the International Women's Forum South Africa.